Microphone checker, internets. Welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Peace and blessings to you and your families worldwide. Internets, we are back. You never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. This week is a fun example of that, okay? I really want to say that for people listening worldwide, a lot of the episodes, we've been getting a lot of love for the past couple of episodes. We had the Just Blaze episode, Fatherhood episode. We had the, before that, we had the Thurston, Howard Third, The Return I mean, there's a bunch of good episodes out there. Check the catalog. Listen, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on I, uh, uh, um, iTunes, on SoundCloud. You know, it's funny because however you listen to podcasts, we're out there. But more importantly, I want to let you know, YouTube, we've been putting up a bunch of full episodes, a bunch of uh, clips, premium piece shows. Subscribe, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. And more importantly... When I say, I haven't, I've been seeing a lot of people, but I haven't been seeing, I want to see more people, okay, when I tell you this. Check in. You ready for this? Open up your Twitter app. Open up your Instagram app. At Premium Pete. At Premium Pete Show. Let me know what you're listening to. Let me know where you're listening from. And check the fuck in. Internets, I love when you tell me you're checking in from Tennessee, Kansas, Miami, uh, Zimbabwe, Russia, uh, Melbourne, Paris. People listening, you never know. I always tell you, each week, you don't know if there's going to be an actor, an entrepreneur, an artist, an athlete, but that's what's special about it, and that's what makes it, that's what makes it still fun after all these years. Interesting, I've been doing this for 10 years. You know, um, rest in peace to my great late brother, the Combat Jack, uh, Reggio say, man, I mean, I mean it, it's, it's special still doing podcasting because I feel like you know, he lives and he's watching down and I, and I hope he's proud. And there's a lot of episodes I, I know that he's looking down and is proud. And I'm, you know, I, I miss him dearly. So, you know, I want to keep the, the light going. I want to keep the legacy going. And, you know, so many episodes that we did and all the, the, the work we put in from the beginning. And, you know, I, I'm proud that I'm still out here representing him and more importantly, representing the culture that we love so much. So one time for my brother, Combat Jack. Now, before we get to this week's episode, I want to say this. Make sure you always, you know, interest. I got a lot of people hit me up about parenting and, and, and separation and divorce and kids. I do want to say this. Make sure that you don't ever do anything spiteful because of the kid's mother or, 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 or if you're a woman because of the kid's father. I always say this. Don't tell, you know, your kids or don't bash your kid, you know, your, your your significant other or your ex or your, your baby's daddy or baby's mama to your kids. Well, let them see when they get older. It's bad to put something in their head. More importantly, don't ever use your kid, you know, when you're dealing with, you know, an argument or something like that. I've been seeing that a lot, and I want to let people know that's corny, okay? People want to be in your kid's life. You know, if, if, if the woman's out there and she's dating and you're all not together, then mind your business. Worry about the kid. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of people hit me up and they're going through a lot of things and I try to be there for them. But I'll tell you, never forget, it's always about the kid. Okay? It's always about presence over presence. The gift the gift of you being there will be the best gift and the most remembering gift you ever give your kids. Okay? So before I get to this, you know, week's episode and I let you know what it's all about, I want to tell you this. Never give up, man. You know, go hard. You know, people ask me all the time, yo, what's some words you could give somebody? What's some advice you would have for somebody? Well, that would be never give up. Add value to every situation, every moment, every project, every, you know, every conversation you're in. Add value. Don't only, you know, think that you can't add value. Never give up. Work hard. You know, think about it, especially in podcasting. Everyone's doing, you know, a lot of the same thing in certain buckets. How do you stand out? How do you be different? You know, but still remain yourself. That's the most important thing. So, you know, don't pay attention to people who tell you you can't do it because you're going to be able to do it. And those people are going to jump on the bandwagon anyway. So don't worry about that. Continuously worry about, you know, if you're working on a brand or building a t-shirt company or whatever, not you know, a tech company or anything, you know, you're doing. Work hard. A lot of people, you know, they, they work a nine to five, an eight to four, a 10 to six. They come home to talk. I get it. People have kids. I get it. But if you want it, you got to work hard enough. And you got to continue. And here's the thing. People work so hard to figure out how to become successful. You know what's harder? To stay successful. So, Internet, I just want to, you know, send my blessings to you worldwide. If you're listening to this, you know, don't give up. Add value. You know, remove the doubt and, and, and up the belief. You're worth it. You're good enough. 
Um, and let me just get to this week's episode. Internets, you know, it, it, it's funny because, like I always say, you never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. This week, it, this week, if you haven't watched the movie Uncut Gems, okay? If you have, then you understand what I'm about to say. If you haven't, okay, this guy named Wayne Diamond is a star. He's a star in it. He's amazing. But he has a history and a journey. And I remember seeing him and I was like, yo, I want to find out more about this dude. And we sat down. And when I tell you, two New York guys, classic, crazy conversations. You're going to love it. Okay. Let me tell you something about Wayne Diamond. He's a Garmin District legend. Okay. Was making dresses, became a multimillionaire, has stories about Meyer Lansky, you know, funding him, getting into Garmin District, making millions of dollars. You know, uh, a Studio 54, cocaine, playing backgammon with Nas, O.J. Simpson using his fax machine, Adam Sandler, John Gotti, his hatred for Trump. Internets, let me tell you something. This is a classic episode. I promise you, you're going to laugh. Dude is a fucking insane, great dude, okay? And I got a lot of love for him. Internets, I don't got to say no more. Let me, you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Internets, let's get to this week's episode of the Premium Petro. With the one and only, the New York legend, Wayne Diamond. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the other smooth voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClam, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go. Internets, let's turn up. One time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show. Show was milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting down here with not only a good fella, okay? We're gonna call him uh, one of the best voices around. Uh, uh, a, a diamond in the rough. New York okay. voice. New Actor. York voice. New York, well, more so, here's the thing. You have an accent. You know why? I never knew I had an accent. Yeah, but we all got accents. We live in fucking New York. I mean, you know, where but, the fuck do you want to live? But New York City. I never knew I mean, that. What are you going to do, live in Mississippi with those fucking assholes? I mean, come on, <laughs> give me a break. Listen, like a reborn, uh, born again motherfuckers. Shout to anybody on a check-in in Mississippi. But yeah, I mean, please. This for is the most, nice for, for the most part, for the most part, our accents uh, have traveled the world, and this guy is living his second life, okay? Uh, we'll get into his whole story. The one and only, the legendary Wayne Diamond is in the building. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that premium, Pete. Listen. <laughs> I mean, how do you, what, what's the premium part of you, baby? Let me what's hit. premium to you? What's premium to you? Yeah. Man, my premium is my, you know, my uh, Oh, my so slug. each. Okay. Well, that's where it came from for me. Oh, so you got the same thing. So Anything I'm a Jew and you're a diet. We yeah. both got the same long dick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, let's kill it, baby. Right off the bat. <laughs> I remember hearing you say before that Jews and Italians, they got to work together. Have to work together. Why, have do, you, why do you say that? Because we, we both think the same. I, I, we have the same family. We got the same. You know what it is? Sure. Let's, let's face facts. Yeah. We live on guilt. Yeah. We got mothers that give us guilt all day. Why don't you take care of your sister? Why don't you take care of your brother? Because they don't fucking work. That's why yeah. not. Because they shit. Let them go out and get their yeah, fucking Yeah, why don't they get a job like us. I did? Yeah. Let them work hard. Let them fucking make them a... No. No, you're my son. We should stay together like a family and be one. I mean, this is why we're the same. We put up with the same shit from our parents and we grow up that way. You know what? We grew up with a family of enablers. Yeah, I you know. know. They enable everything. Terrible. You, you think about that. It's horrible. It's Listen, horrible. It's horrible. It's you, horrible. I lived like that. You, I lived like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm so happy to see that you're living, and I said, you know, in the beginning, I said you're living your second life. Yeah, absolutely. You know? You're uh, right. And, and we'll get to the whole story uh, 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 and the journey that you have been on. But I say to myself now, it's like people walk around New York, Wayne Diamond, Wayne Diamond, Wayne Diamond. Obviously- It's a good feeling. It's a great feeling. Obviously, really. for people listening who didn't know you back then- a lot of it is coming right now from Uncut Gems. The Safdie brothers put together this movie, which is a sensation, which to be honest with you, a lot of people said it's like fucking, you're on the edge of your seat. I remember watching it. I felt like I needed a Zanuck. I mean, it didn't stop. It didn't stop going. I couldn't believe people were smoking dope in the audience. I was like shitting in my pants. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> Scary as hell. I didn't even know what was happening in the movie because I didn't see the movie. They told me to see it a million times, but when I got the tip in Toronto, when I saw the movie for the first time, I said to my, holy shit, man. Mm. Blew my mind, too. Blew my mind totally. But this didn't come out of nowhere. You were doing short films, right? Yeah, you were doing, doing, you know. Doing short films, doing, uh, for the Safri brothers, I had done uh, music videos uh, for uh, Bella Font, my friend. 
Harry? Uh, no, not Harry. Oh. He took the name from Harry Belafonte. But, you know, Belafonte is a guy. He's married not the Cardi B, but the other B. You know, they got divorced and shit. Okay, nice. Whatever. And uh, he's a good guy. He's out in L.A. Good friend of mine. And uh, I did a lot of music videos for him to win all the rappers and shit. And I love them. And look, I was playing I look, I was playing backgammon with Nas behind the black door on 40th Street. I mean, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, before anybody even knew what a genius Nas was. Sure, I mean, sure. he, was, he was one of the smartest guys I ever met in my life. Why do you say that for? Because he was a brilliant guy. This guy was like a Harvard guy. I mean, he was like, I couldn't beat this guy. I could never beat him at, at backgammon. The guy was just, uh, he was just an amazing guy and well-spoken and and he knew about everything. I mean, the guy was really, uh, I never been out of press. Sure, I, I used to play sure. backgammon with him. I guess for about three months we played up there. We had that Damon, not Dash. The, yeah, oh, Damon, Damon Dash, Dash. yeah, he's got that John's asshole on TV with that fucking show. I can't stand that guy. Oh, he's got no money, who? that fucking John's prick. Oh, uh, John Tank. said the schmuck. Yeah. yeah please, still be a fan of him. He's not on a show anymore. He was a putz. I think he ran out of money. He bought one company, went bankrupt, he's done. You, you, you know, like Donald Trump. You know, yeah, fuck him. You know what I love about uh, uh, somebody like you? You're a seasoned veteran. You know, you're older, but you're a seasoned veteran. Because you use the word putz. Does that mean I got a regular? I, I think haven't of a heard. Or what, I've never heard the word putz in a long time. Really? Yeah. You know, you could use a Dunsky, douchebag. I love the word putz. Yeah, you know? I like the word like putz. Still, my father used to say, hey, putz, get over here. You know how, about I mean? how about Dunsky? I never heard of that word. That, that, yeah, that's a more like fucking Irish thing. They yeah, used yeah. to use Dunsky. That's oh, good. It's good Irish. All oh, my Irish, Irish friends, they would, their father was, hey, Dunsky, or Dunky, get your ass over here, you know? In Uncut Gems, you played an amazing part. Okay. Just very lucky. Very no, lucky. But, but but you're playing yourself. You made a hit me up. A cartoon character of myself. You made a lot of money with the garment industry, and we'll get into that. What the whatever the fuck that means for people listening who may not Who's even know. Shit. We'll get into that. But now you're living again your second life, I keep on saying. How how fun is it now versus back then when you have the money, you're uh, up and down. Come on. I mean, you, you got to figure the 70s and the 80s, man. You can't fucking compare this time. And people, kids today, they got porno. They jerk off. They don't even go out with girls anymore. They just sit at home and masturbate. We had broads that were gorgeous. I mean, Studio 54, yeah. uh, Hippopotamus. I mean, the women were gorgeous. We had these places that were these clubs. I mean, a Limelight. Tunnel. Limelight was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. What did you do? So you went out to eat. And then yeah, you no, go I out never, to a club. I, I, was not, I wasn't a big eater. I mean, well, I, was the candy going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. A little mean? cocaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you didn't have to eat. You were not. You were never hungry. Fuck I went. I weighed one hundred ten fucking pounds. I mean, I went out. I looked good. I wore my Chrome Hearts leather jackets. I wore leather pants. I wear a tight shirt. Went out. The chicks loved me. I mean, I had long blonde hair. Yeah. You know, I had always a tan. I, I you know, you know, you know, know it's cute. Back then, you know, it's funny too because I got late. today, nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, that's the most yeah, important yeah, thing. Yeah, but what are you there for? Yeah, you know, back yeah, then, yeah. back then, check this out. Back then, having long hair wasn't, I mean, hippies, yes, but it wasn't always, even when you start thinking of the 80s and well, 90s. My father what, taught my high school. I mean, I What did your father say about long hair? My father, my father, I mean, my father stood up for me all the way. Really? I mean, I, I went to Oceanside High School. This is a place on Long Island, Oceanside, okay? Shouts to Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice place. It was, it was a South Shore. You know, we were all like not wealthy people out there. I mean, parents were both school teachers. And uh, my wow. father taught my high school. You know, and uh, I always had long hair. Since I'm like 13, since my bar mitzvah, I had long hair. I mean, I had big ears. In those days, I had big, like, so uh, trying to cover Yeah. So uh, when, when, when this uh, Beatles shit came out, I mean, uh, I was not really into the music. I was into the hair because it covered my ears. And the chicks, once I covered my ear with the ears, I started to look a lot better, and the chicks started to like me. Other than pimples, I looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was pretty cool in those days. You know, I was out there partying, and, uh, you, know, it was, uh, you know, it was a lot of years ago, and uh, it was a different world. I mean, it was a different world. You kids today, you don't have what we had then, man. We had everything. We had clubs all over the fucking place, and the drinking and driving, there was no such thing. I mean, your cop would stop you, and, you know, I mean, he didn't give a fuck if you were drinking or you were on heroin. Well, what would he say to you? Say shit. He say, "Look, listen to me. You're driving. You're driving all over the world erratic. If you don't drive straight for the rest of the way, he'd leave. Call you. Well, I'm gonna call your mom and dad. Nobody gave a fuck in those days, and not that many people really got killed. I mean, we had more suicides in those days than we had people getting killed in car accidents. I think. Why do you think it was a depression? I think it was like you know people. You know people were depressed then too. I mean, you know, I had a lot of friends that did a lot of acid. 
in the sixties and seventy early seventies, and they got depressed and all fucked up. I, I when we got out of college, we didn't even know who they were anymore. I had a good friend, uh, my friend Druck, uh, great guy. I was I, I met him in a cab one day. I invited him up to my showroom, and he was like he he became a schizophrenic, and I the guy was like completely fucking nuts, like from acid. Oh. Acid, all well, acid. I did. Oh. I did acid a couple times. No, I never did it either. I mean, listen, I was a psychotic guy to begin with. I, yeah. I, on that, I would probably have been dead today. I mean, I used to take coke just to calm down. I, yeah, you know, it was a well, coke, How do you calm down with coke? Yeah, well, what, what happens is like Ritalin. I mean, it's a very similar to Ritalin. <laughs> I'm a very hyper guy, so you do some blow. It's an up, so you come down. You know what I mean? It's it's a good thing. Not to I took Valiums yeah. afterwards. Yeah, calm sure. Down. It was good. It was good. Not to glorify cocaine, but what was no. your most memorable moment being high? Because uh, you lived a rock star life. Let's be honest. Uh, Forget no. about Uncut Gems for a second. Wayne Diamond lived The best a, time uh, I had in my life. There's a guy, I can't mention his name because he's still a yeah, major. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. He's still a major player. Uh, you know, California, 78 years old. Very cool cat. Makes dresses and shit. You know, made dresses and sportswear and everything else. Uh, his name is Paul. He had, a, he had a townhouse uptown in New York. And it was unbelievable. You'd walk in, there was two guys with machine guns in front. Wow. And you'd walk in, there was a big bowl this big, and it had cocaine in it. And I was like 21 years old. I would take the coke and rub it all over my body. <laughs> I'd rub it in my, i put it in my pockets. I'd just take bumps of it, stick it in my pocket. I'd have it all over me. So I would never take my clothes off for a week because all I had to do was like to slick my shirt, I'd get high. It was the greatest. So I was high for a whole week till the next day, the next week. He had a swimming pool in the townhouse. So... If I had an ugly chick with me or some good-looking chick, whatever it was, I didn't give a shit what I had. As long as I could get laid. And I took it down to the pool, and it was so easy to fuck, you know? Those were my memorable moments because you didn't really strain yourself fucking a woman then. You just took her to the pool, and you just went like this. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was yeah. like self-masturbation. It was yeah. great. Yeah. We had the best of times. I mean, Studio 54, you'd go upstairs. You'd, uh, you'd come in. They'd give you a hard time getting in there. You'd get service getting into the place. You know, service. You know, sure, service. sure, sure. Yeah, you've been with Jews. Yeah. So I mean like so you got service and shit. And you go upstairs and you sit down, you meet these chicks and they come over and you know, they do anything. You know, in those days there was no uh this sure. shit with women. Now women and guys were equal, but you never knew if it was a guy or a chick. I mean, you you found out later. I mean, you had a lot of transvestites up there. I mean, yeah. we were rocking. Well, I might have had a lot of that. No, yeah, but you I take didn't somebody home. Like, yeah, I would go upstairs. You I take mean, somebody home, you you pull your hands and you yeah, got a tree trunk. You, you know? gotta be careful going to the bathroom. Do I always put a tamp The unisex. Yeah, I always put a tampex in my ass to protect myself. <laughs> I, never, I never used the rubber, but I always had a tampex really? in my ass. Really? God bless. No diseases, yeah, yeah, no yeah, nothing. No, no, I didn't want everybody near my ass. But here's the thing, too. Keep in mind, for people listening who may not know you, okay? Wayne Diamond, being in the garment industry. Explain to the people, like, and, and I want you to keep an open mind with me. Trust I, me, I care open, about you. Real open, baby. Open. For people who don't even know what the fuck garment industry is, yeah, these young kids listening stupid, to this. Stupid people. No, 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 I'm saying. Yeah, well, they don't know. They don't what, know. What would you say? Explain how what the garment industry is making dresses. Dresses. Yeah. I, I let's just stick with dresses because dresses was the real garment center. I mean, sportswear was for the Syrians and the uh, Samaritan Jews, for the Ashkenazi Jews and the Italians. It was dresses. Sure. You know, the cutters were you know, Italian. The uh, pad makers were Italian. The shippers were black, usually or Puerto Rican or uh, whatever. And then they became, they, believe it or not, most of my guys, well, they worked back there and they became my my designers and my cutters and everything else because I, they worked for me for so many years. They sure. learned the table. They learned everything. They were very smart boys. And uh, it was a hard business. I mean, could you imagine, just think about the puzzle. You got to take a dress of style. It's got to fit right. It's got to be made properly. The women out there got to like it. I mean, do you ever see two women like the same fucking thing? Yeah. They can't make a decision over shit, these fucking broads today. And you and they got to buy the shit. And the stores are going to blow it out and sell it. But I had the items. I was a genius in those days. I really was. Was there I, certain colors? Yeah, I came out with a, a, a hanky hem. Yeah. Blew it out. I mean, I, Boogie Wine Glass that owns Aspen right now. Forget it. He used a million of my fucking hanky hems. Uh, all these guys, but everybody. Wait, I mean, but where amazing. did you come up? Because, and, and, and. You, you just you, feel it. You feel it. It's like. You're really, it's energy. You get God gives you this fucking. Forget about God. I don't want to talk about God. I'm not really not. I'm agnostic, uh, but something in your head gives you this feeling. You have to survive. Yeah. You got to survive. You got to pay the bills. I had to take care of my family too a lot. Uh, so you, you 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 really you put the effort into it. It's like you're straining your mind, like taking a good shit. 
in your mind. You know what I mean? And you're going to come up with an answer. Boom. And then I get an answer. And, and, come mother, in a, and, then, and then your mother, you hear your mother in the background. You got to take care yeah, of your yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Shut don't up, mom. Wipe yourself. Don't get shit on your underwear, kid. You're going to grease in your ass, you fucking motherfucker. Yeah, you go. And, hey, listen. You know, mom, listen, my mother's still alive. She's 95 God years bless. old. God with the rest God of God bless her. You know, she's, she's I just lost my grandmother, 98. Uh, 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah Toast to your grandma. Yeah. Hey, that's you, nice. You, you know, uh, for people who are listening, it's funny because your story is so crazy to even get into that business. Maya Lansky, for people who don't know, and I know, uh, you, I, I know you don't like to call oh, him a gangster. Guy, yeah. This guy, what a gentleman. What a, what, what, what a fixture Claire, back Claire, in the said day. His partner, his partner. Explain this story because I know you, may, you supposedly you wrote down his name, but my question is this when you get to it. How the fuck did he not say, who, who the fuck are you to use my name? Tell the well, story no, about it's that. Not, it wasn't like that. I, I'm just asking, yeah. I, you, know, I, you know, I came from Long Island. I, I didn't have no money. So I got in a Greyhound bus. It was 1999 nice. in those days. How much was that? Oh, 1999? 1999, 1999, to go to Miami? Yeah, to go to Miami. <laughs> and it was 27 hours in those days. Not like today. It's a lot faster. You fucking ass, Mr. Yeah, Sleep. I mean, oh, please. I mean, like I was, I weighed 90 pounds. I get in this fucking bus. I go to Miami. They, they pull the bus in front of the... Uh, it's a place called, not the Shawman Norman. No, that was way down there. No, but it was near the Eden Rock. And I, you know, I, I go there. I walk into the Eden Rock. I walk into the door, and I hear him calling up names. Victor Potopkin, number one thirty three. He was the guy that owns all the sure. shit, Victor. And then you had the. Uh, you had the other guy from Philadelphia. You had all these big names, you know. I don't know who the fuck. I'm a Jew from Long Island. My parents are school teachers. What the fuck do I know for these names? <laughs> then I hear Maya Lansky. You seen good? I told the waiter. I see them all calling away. I could call the waiter over. Waiter comes over to me. I said, I'd like a hamburger and a Coke, please. Please, quick. I'm, 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 I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Oh, my Uncle Meyer. Because mm -hmm. I said, Maya Lansky, sure. I'm, his I'm his nephew. And then about an hour later, I'm eating this fucking thing. Shove, I, 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 eating it. I wasn't eating it. I shoved it down my fucking throat. So fucking hungry. I was on that bus for 27 hours with these fucking morons. Ugh. Disgusting, smelly fucking What, you get cheese on it? Pickles? No, I didn't give a fuck. I just wanted there food. I would eat shit if they gave it to me. <laughs> I was mean, so fucking hungry. So I shoved the shit down my throat. Yeah, okay. And this little guy, about five foot one, comes over and he says to me, hey, hey. Can I talk? Well, like the finger like this. Can I talk to your kid? I said, Oh, sure, mister. How are you, sir? And I, I said, uh, He says, uh, You know, I don't know who you are. I said, Oh, my name is Wayne Diamond. I'm from Long Island. My parents are school teachers out in uh, Oceanside, Long Island. He says, do you, do you, you signed my name to a bill just now. You, you signed my name and my number to a bill. I, I didn't know. I listened. I, I just got off a bus. I'm starving to death, and I needed I needed something to eat. I just needed something. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. So we started talking. The guy was really nice about it. He was not not nasty. He says, "Look, you know how to add? Are you good with math?" I said, "That's my best subject. I got a 200 on my fucking uh, English board, but I got 750 on my math." I don't know anything about English, but I'm really good when it comes to math. So he says, I'm going to give you some numbers. He gave me like 10 numbers or 15. It was probably a lot more, but I don't want to act like a sure, sure, sure. here, you know? So let's say he gave me 10 numbers. I added them up. He says, you're, you're really good. You know, I, you're, in college, you're in college? I said, yeah. Yeah, I'm graduating soon. And he says, give me a call in a few years, and I'll put you in the dress business. I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck does that mean? What am I going to become? A, I'm gonna, listen, I, a lot of my friends now are gay, but in those days, nobody even knew what a gay person was. I mean, you know, give me a break. So I said, Did you believe him? Did you believe him? Or did you no, think I didn't believe shit. All he said to me was, he liked me, and uh, he said to me, he's going to pay for my food for the week. Did you know who he was? No, I had no idea who this guy was. You couldn't you know Google him. At that I, time, I, I, look, look, I didn't know what a hoodlum was. I didn't know. I didn't know anything. I knew nothing about nothing. I grew up in Oceanside. Nathan's—that's the only thing I knew. Nathan's and some football team that beat the shit out of me once. Other than Charlie George that we used to put in sprinkler system. Fuck them. Where are they now? Hitters. Hey, beat the shit out of me. They're all scumbag pieces of shit. Half of them are fucking. Half of them died because uh, they priest in the other neighborhood. I don't want to go into it. Yeah, I get it. not really important. So, so okay. you leave off with them, yeah, my so, uh, Yeah, so that was it. And I go to the garment center. I, you know, my father says the garment center's made for you. Boom, boom, boom. I end up in the garment center, okay? I get a job. I got, I got a job for a, a headhunter. And then I see the first job, a shipping clerk for a Louis Provenzano, Don Luis de Espada. What the fuck do I know? It's Tony Pro's Tony brother. Pro, yeah. Yeah, Tony Pro's from brother. From Philly? Yeah, no, from New Jersey. Okay, okay. 
Okay, but they, you know, that's scoffle. Yeah, yeah. Then we got the hit. Listen, you got to watch your movies. I know, so I know, I know. You're I not know. watching enough fucking movies, kid. So we we end up, I end up with uh, with uh, with Louis Provenzano, who didn't want to, you know, you mentioned his brother here. This guy would have a heart attack. He owned half of New York. He owned the parties, the park, everything. He owned, this guy owned Consolidated Laundry. He owned everything, this fucking guy. And I'm working for a market. I'm doing a shipping clerk. I want to be in the showroom. I'm in the showroom for two fucking days. This fucking, uh, this fucking asshole queen uh, is uh, in the showroom going like this with dresses. And I've got to act like that too. I said, okay, whatever I got to fucking do, but take it, ass, take it up my ass. So what I ended up, I ended up, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, showing the showroom. And uh, and uh, the guys told me, we don't want you. And I went into Tony. The next day I come into, uh, I was really upset. Get home on the Long Island Railroad, back to Oceanside, you know, sure. to my parents' house. And uh, I come back the next day, and uh, Louis Provenzano says, shine my shoes. I said, I didn't go to college to shine your fucking shoes. Yeah. You know, Maybe I mean, he has nice, heard. I didn't say fucking. I mean, you don't say that to Louis Provenzano. I knew the guy was a class act. He was a, His best friend was Jacuzzi, you know, with sure. the hot tubs and shit. So, I, I mean, I was nice. You know, I was nice, and the guy's fired me. You know, he fired me because I wouldn't try to choose. Hey, fuck him. Yeah. Fuck you, so, man. Fuck you, Louie, up there. I love tell you. Tell him maybe, maybe you haven't heard. You don't shine shoes anymore. Yeah, I don't shine shoes. I don't, like, you know, some people don't want to do windows. I don't want to do shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the same shit. They treat like minorities a certain way in yeah. this country, you know, and then we were a minority to him. I mean, you know. That could have been the end of you. What happens next? Well, what happens next is I just wanted to be in a garment center. So I went around and I found a job. I kept knocking on doors. I'm Wayne Dyer. How you doing? So I find a job for this guy from Nuthouse, uh, an Irish guy. This guy was the funniest. He looked like uh, the guy on Channel 11. I don't know if you remember Channel 11. Who, uh, uh, this is uh, Tom Hart from Heaven. It was his name in the garbage center. So Tom Hart hires me as a... As a as a, sa a salesman, a salesman. This guy is selling for cash in a back room, everything. And his partner's the Italian guy in a, a table. Classic. I didn't know. I'm, I'm helping him sell this shit. And he's giving me like a thousand a week. I mean, this is a lot of money. I was making a hundred. I went from a hundred and a quarter a week to a thousand a week. I said, this is great. And so I didn't know this is, I thought this is the business. But, uh, you know, I told that, you know, the partners, they found that after a while, they were killing each other and, I left there and I got a real job for a, a place. I, I I hate the guy. He's dead now, but uh, we, we don't discuss him. Rest in peace. But I, we are, let him, no, not, let, let him just Salud. rest in, in hell. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I started to learn the business very quickly. And I ended up, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, taking the books from, uh, Meyer. He put me in business. So I he, re so you reached back out. To I him reached, back reached back out. To, yeah. yeah. I reached back at the Meyer. He put me in business. And uh, with Marty, and we went into business with another partner, 25 each, Molly and me. And uh, we did very well. And uh, a year later, I was doing everything. I mean, I was styling everything. This guy didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And I said, this is it for me. And I mean, like, you know, I took the books. I stole the books. I found the guy that I got now for my repertoire to, in a hospital. He, he says, wait, what are you doing? And now I got proof that he was there when it happened. I ran out with the books to Frankie Cusick and Frankie looked at books and he says, little old guy, another guy, five foot one. All these Jews were five foot one. I mean, amazing. Five, hey, Wayne, he's shaking his change with the cigar like this, you know? And he says to me, he's been ripping you off for half a million a year, Wayne. You alone. I said, fucking shit. Wow. So I said, I'm suing them. I got $600,000 and it was 1994. Not 19, yeah, well, 19, yeah, it was 19, no, it was, oh, it was 19, yeah, 1984, that's scary, motherfucker. Wow. 19, no, it was really 19, I'm sorry. What did you do with that money when you got it? What did you do with that money? 1974. I put I, I put it in my business. I went into business. Now, my Lansky, did he give you, did he wind up signing you any checks or giving you some You know cash? what he did? You want to know how classy this guy was? After I took the books and I stole the books out of the place and everything, he asked me to return them. And I had it all, I said, I'm going to make sure it's all checked out, but he sure. had me break him back. He said to me, he paid for my Eden Rock till he died. Really? And he paid for my room on the penthouse in Iraq till I died. He says, you're the, you're the, you're the, you were the coolest guy. You are my generation. You are not that generation. You're a really stand-up wow. guy. He said I was a stand-up guy. You know, he knew I, 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 you know, I'm an honest guy. I, I would never steal a dime from anybody. I never did. I never did. That's why I get along. Everybody likes me. You never hear anybody write on my Instagram. I mean, this guy beat me for money or anything. Donald Trump beats everybody for money. I mean, this guy, these are, these are, this, this new generation, this guy has ruined the world. I mean, yeah. He's, forget about him. Yeah, he's I, can't a fucking forget about him. I can't forget about him until he's gone. Yeah. Now, now, now. 
with Mylansky, you know, did you go out to eat with him ever after that? Did oh he, yeah, we, you know, did, we, he, you, did he buy you Billy, a Christmas I, the, gift? I went out to dinner with him. I, I had dinner at his apartment across from Forty Eighth Street Beach, in his apartment in Miami, and I had dinner with him and Murray Oliphant at Billy Hong's in New York. Wow, not the old Billy, the new Billy Hong's with Jeannie had it with the you know with the kid, but the old one with the beads. Everybody that's listening to this that's my age will understand his old place in Midtown with the beads. Billy Hong's had the best lobster roll in the history of the world, fried lobster roll. It was so fucking good, mm. so fucking good, man. I mean, I, I miss this shit. You know, the more I'm talking to you, the more I'm getting fucking hungry, man. There you go. Well, hopefully you're not getting the move for some coke, you know? Nah, hey, always in the mood, but you yeah. know what? I had this new operation. I yeah, go, I know. This carotid artery shit, you yeah, know, I well, can't do that. I, I had a high blood pressure, I, so I those days you, are over for me. How'd you get so fucking tan? Let me ask you. It's easy. It's really easy. Have I, you I, rested in Boca when you nah, go to nah, visit Boca, mom? Fuck you. What am I going to Boca? Fucking shit. My mother <laughs> lives there. I live in Miami. I lived at Fisher Island. That princess, 20. that queen. She, God bless her. It's a shithole there. I, I hate Boca. I mean, Boca's horrible. It's for old people. I got a lot of friends there now, but I mean, I, I listen. I love, I listen. I mean, I love Prime. There's nothing better than Prime and Geo. I mean, Geo and Prime and fucking Boca. I mean, he's the man. I mean, I love the fucking place. Yeah. And I see all my buddies down there, too. They're, they're, all, they're all getting old. I mean, I'm the youngest, but they're all getting old. But I mean, I like Miami. Miami's my place. I lived on Fisher Island for like 20 years. I had the best apartment there. I had the most beautiful place ever on Fisher Island. And, uh, you know, I- What, so stay in the sun? Yeah, and I stay in the sun. I used to bake a lot. You know, I bake. I still look good. I don't look that wrinkled up. You know, I mean, fuck it. I mean, what, what else is it? It's good to be tan. I mean, I like to have that tan look at a George Hamilton sure, look. Sure, sure, you know? sure, sure. You know, and if you have any problems or anything, you go to the doctor, he fixes your face. It's not a problem. So old. Yeah, who gives a shit? You know, take us take us to the first time you met Adam Sandler. Uh, unbelievable. I saw him. I go to Long Island. They told me to come to this fucking shithole in Long Island, this big fucking warehouse somewhere. I take all my driver up on the phone. I said, we got to go out to this fucking place. So we go out to Hophawk or something. I, yeah, Hop fucking, yeah. I live in Long Island my whole life. I never heard of these fucking places. So we go all the way out of Long Island, we go to this fucking place, and who do I see playing basketball? All of them. This big fucking motherfucking guy, seven feet tall. Was your Kevin buddy. Garnett. Oh my God, him and then Stanfield, and uh, who I think is the best actor I've ever seen. The guy is just the greatest. And 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 all of that, Julia, that would have been f good to see. But all these guys play basketball, and Adam is so fucking good. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. And he came over to me very nicely, and, 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 and Sabo, which is Sebastian McLeod, who's with them. Sure. Who's married to the, every, the chick that everybody in the world wants, who's a doll, a very a sweet girl. And uh, they introduced me, and he was extremely nice. I'm in the movie. It's I can't wait. This I'm is so before sad. you did your your yeah, act. Before I did my act, and he says, uh, "Nice to meet you, Wayne." Uh, just, just uh, you know, this is a down. To, you know what? You know the word that we use. A real Hamish guy. Sure, you know, sure, sure. You know the Italians and Jews will use the same shit. You know, this guy's no cousin. He was a Hamish guy. You know what I mean? Real nice. He says, "I can't wait. I hope you do. You're gonna do well. We know it." Boom. And that was it. And I watched him play basketball. The guy is sub-athlete. He's an yeah. unbelievable athlete. Garnett? No, no. Forget him. I got that against these guys. But Sandler's a tough motherfucker. Wow, he was that? tough. Tough, man. I mean, really tough guy. I mean, I couldn't believe it. He's, like, he's not like, uh, he's, he's not what people think he is, okay? He's really a tough kid. You know, you, you, you had a real breakthrough part. You know, um, I mean, I mean, that. and I'm yeah, not well, saying that because you're here. I'm saying that, you know, I want I, you know, I, I support you. I, I, I love a lot of what you do. You're a great guy. You're funny. You're fucking, you're out here living your best life at your older age. Why not? Um, I, I wish you would stop saying that asshole. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck you want me to say here? What do you think? You look 21? <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm not fucking my old age. What right, the fuck right do you think you look like, head. motherfucker? What do you, you think know? you look yeah, like? Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, I love you, baby. I, I love you. Baby. I love you. I love you, baby. Uh, Don't use that expression to get the older age. It all starts. Let's go hang out together and see it, who gets a better looking check. It, I mean, all starts, you know, fuck it, you. it all starts in a barbershop. It all starts. You bet your ass. Italians and Jews both know that You understand? It all starts in a barbershop. So, so, so. You got to get yourself your right. You got to get yourself right. You got to get in there. You got to look good. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to get a look manicure. The nice get, suit, nice yeah, tie. Yeah. Nails done, the, hair yeah. done right. You walk yeah. in there, nice stand, nice shave. You walk into that showroom and you look like the man. You know, you feel good, you look good, and yeah. good things happen. Absolutely. You know, that's what you stand for. And I think that's where you are. You're a breath of fresh air. Hey, thank you. Thank Julia you. Fox. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Julia Fox is a president. She is like, she's looking good, man. And she's looking I mean, I've seen you in her Instagram going after her. I don't know. No, no, no. I not don't really. Know. 
She's not my, listen, me and Julia were great friends on the set. She's a really, really nice girl. All this bullshit she does with this stupid S&M, she said she did. I mean, look, she never did anything. Look, we're in the White House, we got hookers. I mean, we got this woman that's married to this president. So definitely a hooker. I mean, Paolo brought her in. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we know she's a hooker. Check this out. Check I this mean, out. Somebody on uh, social media wrote, I love that Wayne Diamond was very horny for Julia Fox in Uncut Gems, but also is very horny for Julia Fox in real life. So she put up a post uh, that, that wrote, uh, uh, do you guys like this Carmelo Soprano blonde moment? And I guess she was wearing like blonde hair. And you, and, and you wrote something like, fuck, I like the very hot. You look, <laughs> I like the blonde. You look like a hot chick, you know? <laughs> and, and then you put a, uh, would you put an Italian flag after that? Or what, no, what? I don't know. Probably Israeli or some fucking flag. Who the fuck knows? Probably Colombian. I like those Colombian chicks. I yeah. mean, we all do. We all like the Colombians. I mean, now you still married? Yeah, of course. I'm in love. I mean, not in love. I mean, I'm in love. Of course I'm in love. I've been married uh, a long fucking time. I was married twice. Honestly, what do you think about marriage these days? Uh, I think it's like, a, it's a little over well done. I mean, it's really like, you know, the problem with marriage is, okay, is like you're with the same person for so long that it gets a little like, you know, it's like anything, you know, it's a long time. A, lo- a long time with anything is not great. But you got to, you got to, you know, change it around, make it interesting and make it happen. And we do that. What do you want, the mic? We do that. Yeah, we got it. You don't want to put the fucking I mean, mic to your mouth. I mean, put this in my Give fucking a head. fucking yeah, kiss. Yeah, put a, right. That lobster roll, I'm thinking of it right now. Oh, that lobster roll. Oh. Uh, what were we talking about? Billy Hunt's lobster roll. Oh, God. I mean, you know what? Let's uh, take Julia a quick- Fox. Julia Fox. Uh, Julia Fox. And, and marriage. Marriage. I remember I remember seeing something on Instagram where, you, where they wrote, what, what, what's the, uh, what did they say? What's the key to a uh, good marriage? And you wrote, yes. Yes. Just the word. It, the it. word, yes. Yes. That's you all write it that on New York Nico? Yeah, right. That? that was me. Yes. Yeah. That's the only thing. Just say yes all the time. You got yeah. no fucking problems. Well, what do you think about having like a lease marriage in, in a new day and age? I think that you look like, personally- like, 36 months. No, I wrote a whole article on this already. Okay. I mean, come on. I believe that you should even rent your kids. I think you should rent everything. What I do think you mean rent, rent their kids? I think you should rent your wives, your kids, everything. It's a lot easier to rent than it is to buy. Mm. Once you own it, you got a problem. I mean, it's, it's terrible. I mean, you should lease everything. Yeah. Lease your kids. With the option to buy. No, I wouldn't even have the option out there. Give me a break. It makes you think that somebody can force you to buy it. You don't, once you have an option, then it's like the guy's going to sell you, hey, why don't you buy your kid? Why don't you buy your wife? Why you, you know, you don't want that in your head. You don't want anybody to yeah. put pressure on you. I sometimes I wonder pressure. if marriage in the new day and age, because people, you know, they sneeze and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know you sneeze like that and they leave. I wonder if one person for the rest of your life, like, I think about this way, from Italian and a Jewish person's perspective, my mother stayed, these people stayed with my our father, my uncle, my grandfather, I, you know, they stay no matter what. But I know this day and age, people leave. You know what I mean? They don't want to yeah, put up with I that mean, bullshit. Do me a favor. Could yeah. you imagine? Could you imagine? I know people, Italian, old Italian people. That woman had 14 kids or some shit, 12 kids. Do you know what that looks like? Could you imagine that wife saying to you, go down on me? I mean, after 14, <laughs> after 12, could you imagine you stick your whole fucking head in there? It's like I a mean, roast beef down there. No, no, it's not roast beef anymore. It's like it's like old sard, it's old sardines that you left in the sun. <laughs> I mean, this is really terrible shit. I mean, you know, in those days, I mean, you had the one thing. It was like God. It was all about God. You had to do these things. Uh, I don't know. I, I love my wife. I sure, mean, she's a wonderful sure. person. You know, God we get along great most of the time. You know, 80% of the time, you fight. God you bless. fight, you go through the shit. You know what I mean? She still looks good, my wife. She still looks good. Knock on wood. Knock on wood, you know, the old expression. And, uh, you know, I'm happy. I'm a happy guy. I mean, Julia Fox, I mean, she's a hot chick. Yeah. I mean, if I saw something, I mean, hey, you know. I you mean, know what I mean? You know, guys, you know, you, you, you got go. a dick that works. I mean, you know, if your dick works, you know, you're always. Uh, as you long as the joystick works, Wayne. No, That's yeah, what yeah, I'm It's got to work. It's got to work. I you mean, know. Here's I the, think most of the kids today, they jerk off most yeah, of the time. Yeah. I mean, they saved themselves some money. Don't worry you know, about why it. Why not? You saved that $1,200 hooker. I mean, you, 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 that's it. It's over. Okay, let's take a quick break and thank this week's sponsor of the show, the good folks at Manscaped. Internet, I'm going to put you on. If you never heard of it, basically, Manscaped, they're engineered tools, okay, for your family jewels. <laughs> I didn't make that up, but it does sound good. I'll tell you that much. And on what better episode than with Wayne Diamond? I know he would love... Manscaped. I got to speak to Manscaped and get Wayne Diamond one for sure. A little kit comes beautiful. 
And this is not only for men to buy. Internet's listening to this worldwide. Not, you know, if, if, if your significant other, if you're a female, or, you know, buy it for your man, buy it for your husband, buy it for, you know, your next door neighbor. I don't know, but I know one thing. I only mess with ads that I support. And I remember many years ago, okay, I had this little buzzer and I was trying to clean, you know, below the belt. And zzz, I was like, oh shit, I want to bleed internet. Not a pretty sight. Thank you to Manscaped. Send me a whole package. It's beautiful. They got the lotion. They got everything. They got the lawnmower. And, and it's silent. But more importantly, it got a safe technology. That's not going to happen to me again on the Franken beans. You understand what I'm saying? Internet. I'm so proud that I partnered with Manscaped and they're going to hook us up. They're going to hook us up. You ready? Go to manscaped.com. You get 20% off plus free shipping. That's right. 20% off plus free shipping when you put in the code Premium Pete. That's P-R-E-M-I-U-M-P-E-T-E. Punch that at checkout. Save yourself 20% off. Get free shipping. Look, I believe in taking care of yourself as a man. I get a pedicure every week. I get manicures. I believe in that shit. So I want you to go to Manscaped and check them out and punch in Premium Pete for the code. Get yourself 20% off. Free shipping. Internet's Worldwide said, Pete, how can I support you? Well, when we get a sponsor, let's show up and show out. Manscaped.com. It's M-A-N. S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Go to Manscaped. Mess with them, okay? Your jewels will thank you later. Now let's get back to the show. Cheer! Here's the million-dollar question. Oh, this is a big one, baby. I, okay, I'm Wayne Diamond. Is that your real name? You know, everybody asks me that. Wayne Diamond is my name. My That's fucking beautiful. Al Diamond. I'm Wayne Diamond. You hear me? That is beautiful. Did is you that realize nice? that as a young age? No. Because, you know, you know when no, some people I, I have their names? I thought it was a names, great name, but you know, never, never... You know, I mean, you look at Oceanside, what a name. What yeah, but fuck? people have not the greatest last name. I'll give you an example. My last name was Gibaldi. Gibaldi is, is a big name. It was, yeah, a big it name was but people used to, I remember people used to say, oh, you're bald. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, if I had that. Wayne Diamond, I'd be like, uh, fuck, I'm a diamond. You know what diamond is? Yeah, you know, you know I, gave him, I gave him away twice already, three times. I had another chick, I gave him a diamond. Now, here's the bigger question, Wayne. What a waste of fucking money that shit is. Oh, you know what, here's the bigger question. Well, let me hear, let me hear. Do you like diamonds? I, I, you know, I don't give a shit. I, all you, you use them for is when you get married. You give it to the fucking chick, you step on a glass, and it's over. You, they own it. What do you say when you step on the glass? You just say, you know, uh, put the pot, uh, I love, you know, whatever. Uh, put no. the pot, I remember I couldn't even say it. I remember terrible. in Goodfellas, I say Henry Hill, you uh, step uh, on the glass. They said, uh, uh, what did I say? I can tell you a good story about Henry Hill. I'm here. Okay, here's a real true story. There's a real story from Meyer and from uh, his partner uh, in, uh, in uh, Cuba who killed... And I do know the writer of the story. He's one of my very, very good friends. He wrote the movie. Uh, good Bugsy. Oh, Bugsy. 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 Wow. Bugsy. Who killed, who killed uh, Bugsy? Mm. Who Siegel. killed Bugsy? Who killed, uh, say, yeah, Siegel. Who killed Siegel? See, everybody, nobody knew. And he didn't know when he wrote the movie. I know because I was told who killed him. Virginia Hill's brother killed him. Mm. Remember in the movie, you know, when in one of the movies, he took uh, he took uh, he took uh, Virginia Hill's brother through through the window mm -hmm. of the lawn, and he fell in the lawn, and he rolled up. I saw the movie. I said, "Go like this, scratching my head." I said, "How the fuck you not know who killed him? I mean, you know, that's who killed him." Mm. But you know, you're talking about Henry Hill. It's a different Hill, but in, in uh, Goodfellas, the best scene of all times. I mean, there's nothing better than that. I mean, that was the best fucking movie. As far as I'm concerned, it was better than all the other movies. And Once Upon a Time in America was a great movie. I love that. Noodles. Remember oh, Robert De Niro's Noodles? noodles? Oh, who was better than Noodles? Oh, when he's at the end, he's yeah. at the opium pipe. He's just smiling, you know, with his little eyes, you know. Uh, tell uh, me, you, you, let me tell you something. The, the life you lived is fucking insane. Multiple insane. buckets, amazing stories, historical shit. There's a story I heard about OJ, and he used your printer or something like He's that. He's still my friend. I still like. We don't hate each other. No, I mean, you know. I don't what happened? Where didn't you like somebody? I heard a story where he came over to my yeah, my fax machine. Again, he's he's sleeping over Bobby Bender's house. It's about two nights before this all went down. He's in Long Island, Old Westbury. He's at uh, Bobby Bender's house, and I'm there. You know, we're playing golf and shit the next day and shit. And he comes banging on my fucking door. Wait, I want the fax machine. I said, okay, okay. I gave the fax. I don't even know how to use a fucking fax machine. To this day, I don't even know how to use a printer. I gave the fax machine. That's it. They took it to Bobby Bender's house, and that was it. And then I had a robbery in my house of about a million bucks in those days. In your safe, I heard. Yeah, right? they took my safe out of Ninja, took my bow. I can tell you the whole story because I got bow right. Called bow the next morning. 
They took the safe out, brought it to the next neighbor's house. It, went, it must have been on the next street, and they carried it, and they stole everything. I was just back from Puerto Rico. What was like, in there? A million cash uh, or no, jewels? No, like gold coins, cash. Maybe a 20 I bag of Coke. No, I don't know what was in there. You know what I mean? It was diamonds and shit. God, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's Chubb fucking insurance. They fuck you. Fuck they that. gave me $250,000 for this shit. Two years later, because they said that OJ was involved with the case. Bullshit. Just not to pay Didn't you they right bring now. you in for like some questions? Yeah, they questioned me, my wife, my driver, everybody in my <laughs> business. Bo was there. Bo could tell you oh, the Bo most. Dito. Shouts to Bo, Bo Dito. Bo Dito was my, uh, he was the, my guy there. Bo knew what was going on. Bo, Bo blamed my driver. Bo said it was an inside job. It was my driver. I just saw Bo on his, his uh, you know, his thing. His podcast, yeah. Shouts to uh, Bo. Premium PD. He had the uh, Bo Dito podcast, yeah, yeah. you know. And I just told them the same shit we went through with this bullshit. I mean, but so I, I think it was somebody that they just came in. They knew the safe was there, one of the builders. And I, they stole the fucking thing. That's it. You know, you, so 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 you, it's crazy, man. So so you lost a million, but you got the insurance company to give you 250000 Yeah, I mean, somebody, the insurance really got the pays, doesn't it? I mean, I probably paid more than it been previous. Sure, for the, for the insurance. Probably. And how is OJ as a person? You still, you still friends with him? OJ, when we first met OJ, OJ was probably... The best looking motherfucker that ever walked the streets of the earth. Mm. This guy had a cough face. Everything was perfect. He used to sit back in his chair like this, you know. Very cool, smoking his fucking cigar. You know, I, I, I don't think, you know, when I knew Johnny Cochran afterwards, I had met him afterwards, and Johnny didn't believe that he killed him. I think, I personally, I believe, uh, you know, I mean, Alan Schwartz and all the guys say that he did it. I, I can't see OJ killing people like that. I... I I could never see him doing that. I, I I could see him paying somebody to do it. You know, he thinks like us. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Like, you know, he thinks like us. You pay somebody, you get it done. But he did it in such a haphazard way. I mean, this guy was the, I mean, this guy, what a waste. It's a waste. A waste of a, a waste of one of the greatest players and uh, personalities of all time. It's really disgusting. Plus a waste of human life. That poor kid, that beautiful kid and his wife. I mean- not good. Not a good situation. I mean, look, I I, I don't know what happened. I mean, I I you know I, I I don't know. I know when he got out of jail the first time. He's a, I saw him at the Delano. He was he was very nice. He was very nice. You know, Wayne Diamond uh, so in the gum in the garment industry throughout his career was was told to have amassed uh, over a hundred million dollars. No, uh, no, know, is this true? I'm just I, talking. I you know what? You know what? You know the one thing I never talk about. Is money. That's the one thing I never talk about. You know why I talk about money? I don't money? give a fuck about money. You know why I, I talk about money? Hear, hear me. You know why money. I talk about money? That's why I because do everything for free. When you tell me you go to Miami and you had no money, yeah. and then to look at where you were, where you where That's you went. That's why I don't talk about it. Because all these stupid assholes are running around. They're my age and they're running around. They're looking for to make their next million dollars. I mean, what? what? Live your life, you a dumb fucking fat motherfucker. All my well, friends you know out flat? there. They could be skinny. They're not. They're all stupid assholes. Fat they're all fucks. fat assholes. Looking, they're all ugly and they're fat and they're looking to make their last dollar. <laughs> they're not beautiful they're 70, like you. 75 year old guys still working because they don't want to go home to their kids and their wife. Nobody likes them in the whole family. They're assholes. I mean, what, what are they looking to make money for now? But they're supposed to enjoy their life and they're looking to make more money. I mean, if you're in your 60s or something, I can understand you're working still. But not when you're already in your 70s and 80s. And sure, people are sure. still working. What are they doing? For what? <laughs> What, what what's Assholes. The, what's the the nicest thing you ever bought throughout your career? Would you say that the nicest thing I ever what you ever bought with 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 money with that you remember? You know what I mean? My father a boat. Wow, I think that was the nicest thing. I did, did he did he want yeah, one? My father wanted this boat, so I bought him a forty two Burns craft. It was like one hundred seventy thousand dollars, and like. Like like forty fifty years ago, did he know what you were doing? Like, yeah, yeah my feel- father was there. My father, my father gave me plenty of guilt, though. Okay, please, let's not go there. He gave me plenty of guilt, but I bought him the fucking boat. I made sure he had a car. I bought him a condominium. I bought him every. You know what you gonna do when you're making big money? What do you do? You take care of your parents first. I got a friend Steve. He does the same shit. He takes. He's a good guy. We're the same. He thinks like me. He takes care of his parents. What else you got? Your parents brought you up. You want to take care of your parents. And the problem is, they always got kids that you got to. You know, you try to take care of. Sure. So you had traditional Jewish parents, right? Not traditional. But were they open minded? My father was. My father was very open minded. Very bright guy. Extremely bright. Taught college. 
and a uh, great guy, just a cool, good-looking fucking guy, put all the chicks with the big tits in the front row in school. True. I mean, today he'd be in jail. I mean, yeah. my father yeah. would be in jail today. I mean, I mean, I fucked half of his classes. I mean, he, he, <laughs> my father- They got the diamond, went, oh. baby. Once they graduated, my father would say, hey, you know, this one had big tits. And she was gorgeous. Okay. Hello, Sarah. How are you, boy? I'm Al Diamond's son, the guy with the Rolls Royce that pulled up in school last week. <laughs> it, was, it was good those days. It was great. <laughs> my father was a cool motherfucker. Let me tell you, he was good. A lot, well, of, well, a lot of parents wanted to kill him. What would you say for people? You know, we live in an entrepreneurial world now I know, where everybody I know. wants to be their own boss, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. What would you say, because I think from your failures is where you get your most knowledge. That's my opinion. You know, you fail. People are afraid to fail. But you, the lesson that I, you I, learn I, in failing is amazing. You got it. Listen, listen. Anybody's really made it. Not these stupid stockbroking, Wall Street stock scumbag yeah. motherfuckers that, don't, that just jerk their dicks off all day long and look at porn. Not those people, but people that have real businesses that really work hard and try to build something for themselves and their future. Yeah, you can't win. You got you can't win all the time. You got to lose. You got to lose. And once you lose, you got to pull yourself back up. That's what makes you strong in business is pulling yourself back up and going out there. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. It's in your mind. You got to win. You got to win. You got to pull yourself back up from the ground. If you're going to win all the time and the minute the first day you fail, you're not going to know how to come sure, back. Sure, sure. You're, you're not going to know how to come back. And you're dead in the water. You're dead in the water. There you go. Entrepreneurial gems from Wayne Diamond. You know, Mike Francesca, we're, all, Mike, we're almost wrapping up. Mike Francesca was in Uncut Gems. Okay. Did you get a chance to meet him? Next subject, please. You don't like him? Next subject, please. <laughs> He's a legendary sports guy, no? Next subject, please. That cocksucker, Mike Next Francesca. Next subject, please. I say nothing bad about anybody. Okay. Uh, what's up, Trump? Right? You know, Trump, but Trump is a piece of shit. Yeah. He's a Nazi. Hopefully we get, what about you? Would you want to see Bernie Sanders to win? No. No? I'd like to see Bloomberg win. Boom, Bloomberg is not probably going to win. No, nah, he's got a shot. He's got a shot. Don't, don't, don't say that. We got to win as Democrats. We got to win this guy. He's a sick motherfucker. Why don't you like Trump? He's a thief. He's a liar. He's got no money. He's a piece of shit. He's working for the other side. He's not working to help American people. And I think that American people deserve a president's working for them. Why do you think some of these people believe into this make America great again? Why do you think they believe? Because it? we've got 40% assholes in this country. Yeah. People that are sick. They're fucking brainwashed and they're stupid. They would have listened to Hitler and killed not six million Jews again if you told them to. This guy is not good to the Jews, not good to the Muslims, not good to the blacks, not good to the Puerto Ricans. I mean, look what he did to Puerto Rico. Sure, I mean, sure. I mean, come on. I mean, that's America. America, Israel's not, uh, look, I'm a Jew, but Israel is not America. Puerto Rico is America. Sure. We're giving a billion, billions of dollars. What about fucking take care of your own people? I'm an American first, and Israel. I mean, and I like Israel number two. That's all. If you're Italian, you like America first, and you like Italy second. Did you go to that water, the Dead Sea? You ever go there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you yeah, like yeah, it? Yeah, you get a little sprayed on. It's like like a mikvah, you know. It's like you guys. You have that shit. The priest throws some shit on you. All of a sudden, you believe in Jesus. <laughs> Pence did that. I think Pence did that when he pulled three coke bottles out of his ass. Fuck you, sick you know bastard. I mean? Pence had that three coke bottles pulled out of his ass. He saw Jesus, and he was no longer gay. It's amazing. What you know what happen. I don't like? There's nothing like Jesus. You know what Thank I don't you, like? Jesus. Jesus, I love you. I love you. I do love Jesus. He was a great Jew. You know, he was a great person. You know what I don't like he had about good ideas. You know what I don't like about Catholic. You know, my family brought me up to be a Catholic. Here's what I don't like about Catholic. The priest, this, this, the, the situation we have with priests touching young kids, here's the thing. Why not allow them to marry? You know, I've been he, saying that from he, the beginning. Hear me out. Hear me out. I go to these, these masses with my parents when I was younger. These fucking guys are boring. You go to a non-Baptist church or a, a, a praise and worship, these people are talking about marriage and child support and life yeah, and right. failures. They don't know about it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this guy's talking about they can't talk about marriage because they can't relate. Because they're not allowed to, to get married. What because you, where, where do you think that edict come from? Came in 1300, I mean, from the Pope. Because the Pope was, and he killed 200 of his fucking wives that he was fucking. And then the Catholic Church decided to create this edict, edict of uh, celibacy. It's bullshit. It's not God. It was, it was a church edict. It was nothing about God and Jesus. Jesus liked women. I mean, he liked women. He liked Barry Bagley. Sure, he liked sure, a lot of broads. Sure. He had a lot of kids. He was hanging out. 
And he had a lot of kids. I mean, uh, you know, whether he came back or not is your problem. I don't know. I never seen anybody come back. I want to come back the way, you know, I'm here. You know, everybody wants to come back. I mean, you know, I want to be a ghost. Oh, I mean, hey. But, you Internet, know, I mean, Wayne hey, Diamond hey, is here. Yeah, I'm the Messiah. Listen. Yeah, break. Look, all I want to do is all people should live in peace. We should all like each other. And we should have leaders that show our kids that we have to love each other. We have to keep together as a one-unit society. Whether you're Muslim or you're Jewish or you're Catholic or you're Hindu, uh, whatever the fuck you are, it's all the same shit. You all believe sure. in the same fucking God. And if you don't believe in God at all and you're agnostic, who gives a fuck? Do your own thing. Do it at home. It's like masturbation. That's what it is. To me, that's what it's like. Sure. You do it in your own privacy at home. You don't want everybody to see you jerking off. And if you want to believe in God, do it at home. Don't tell the whole world what you're doing. That's it. You know, from your younger days to now, I, what, what are you doing with yourself now? You know, you, you, I'm having the best time of my life. Come on. I mean, breakthrough I breakthrough movie, Uncut Gems, Wayne Diamond, kills yeah. it, crushes. People's talking about it. All I am over. so happy. I'm so fortunate. Did you know you did that? Did you, did you know no, that you acted no, your ass off? No, I know is, look, as far as I'm concerned, I'm happy. You're getting paid to be yourself? No, I'm just, I just, I don't give a shit. I, you know, I don't ask anybody for money for anything. I just like doing what I'm doing. I'm just having a good time. It's not about money. It's about- Well, I'm, I'm saying for the part, they had to give you something. Yeah, a little bit. A little you bit, know, a, little scratch, a little scratch, a little scratch. What are you going to give me? What the fuck are you going to give me? You would pay them to they do that. You give me $100 million, then I'd be excited. You, you know would I mean? pay them. Yeah, but what you did was you built you built the part where like Wayne Diamond needs to be in other, uh, other movies. That's all I want. That's all I want. I want to be in other movies. I want to do other parts. I want to be a law and order for one season. That's all. I want to just be there for one show, be some psychotic in the uh, in that room there, you know. When they come into that fucking bitch and Derrick, she hates me. I met her at Barbini. Yeah. SVU. Oh, does she hate me? Oh, God, does she hate me? The one on SVU. Oh, I, I George said to me, she'll never come back to the place about seven years ago. I blew her off the face of the earth. She didn't like cursing. A lot of people don't like cursing. That's another thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another you, thing that I don't understand. There's something beautiful there's about Really fuck you, yeah. you motherfucker, cocksucker. It's New York. That's New yeah. York. We should have it on a license plate. They got this stuff I see in Tennessee and God we trust. I mean, why can't we say, hey, fuck you? That we're New York. <laughs> New York, fuck you. You know, I, I really do think that. And, and I mean that. You know, and I'll stand by that. You know, I think that when you say, when you say a curse... Or you add yeah. that to emphasize something, it's, it's more powerful. Like, for instance, if I say Wayne Diamond, sounds powerful, fucking right? Wayne, but if I say fucking Wayne Diamond, it sounds a lot better. I like it much better. You. I like it much better. A hey, motherfucker's great. Yeah, look at you. You're cock beautiful. Sucker, look at you. You, you motherfucker, you. Yeah, motherfucker, cocksucker, Pete, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a fucking break here. Oh, it's, it's a New York way of talking. Absolutely. I don't think people really understand that we live in New York, and it's the way we talk. It's like almost like a different language. Like if you lived in, uh, you know, it's so, you know, it's just different. We talk different. We talk different. Now, what do you have? You know, Uncut Gems comes out. You know, you're moving around the town. People calling you, screaming, Wayne Diamond. Yeah, all day long. Taking pictures. Unfucking real. It's, it's different because at the garment, you know, you made a lot of money. You, you know, you, you became very successful, but nobody but really you cared. You can't buy fame. Yeah, yeah. You can buy, you can make money, you can become, you can become rich, but you can't buy fame or people liking you or respecting you and just wanting to be touching you. You know, yeah. I mean, it's really a weird feeling. You know, when Meyer Lansky passed away, uh, did you go to a funeral? Did yeah, you go to a funeral? Yeah, of course I did. Was that in Vegas or? No, Miami. Oh. You know. He's a great guy. This yeah. was a great guy. I love this fucking guy. The guy was the best. Yeah. He's the best. One I of the few. saw my daughter, Erica, who treated her really nice at the uh, at the Eden Rock. Because I had gone afterwards. I had, after I was in business, I went to the Eden Rock every year. Uh, I was at the penthouse. I, I, Pia Isadora used to be in the penthouse with me. She was Rickless's girlfriend. Uh, she was a singer. And I, I, listen, listen, look, I was a very lucky guy. I had the best, I mean, not, very few guys could tell stories like me or have the life I had. I had an amazing life. I want to live a lot longer. I mean, I, I, I like this shit. This you know what, 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 what <laughs> you you're going to live, you're going to live long. What, what, let's start knocking off some of your, uh, we spoke about your favorite high memory. Right. Let's start knocking off some of your, because here's the thing, people don't take the time to appreciate or, 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 or celebrate moments in their life they just live them a lot of people do that wayne i'm telling you a lot of people don't even take the time to celebrate they make a million dollars they worry about making the next million dollars but i'll well, even that's, celebrate that's really, a million that's dollars. really 
When I got my first million dollars, I think it was 1974, I made my first million dollars, me and Alfred, who was a guy who was my production guy. And we went to we went to Atlantic City and say, and I had to sign at that fucking thing. And he says, write that and you make a million dollars a year. And I was like, oh my God. You know, it was like a, it was like a kind of cool thing, you know. It was a cool it, it was like then, you know, it was a good, cool, but then it's right back to business, you know. I mean, a big fucking deal. I gamble. Sure. I gamble. I'd say I gambled ninety percent of my money away. You know, you know, I'm, it's funny you mention that as as we wind this episode down because when I went away, I went away and paid the de- in my debt to society, and I had a gambling problem. A lot of people had drug problems. I went to GA. I'd Check this my out. Life. I remember telling them I had a gambling problem, and they looked at it like it wasn't a big deal. Like it wasn't. It wasn't looked at as, as a bad as oxycontin. Yeah, it wasn't looked at like it's that. A disease. Meanwhile, people have lost their homes, families have I moved lost, out. I lost, almost lost everything. I'm lucky. I, mean, I still got money. I got my big money, but I mean. I had big, big money. I had big money in those days. Wow, I was very wealthy. But you know, when you, you know, you need, you know, you need. That it was a greed, but if you, you had it, money, you why did you need money? Because of the action. It was not about money. It was the, the action. It's not about money. Gambling's about the more you got, the more you want to lose. Basically, sure. Exactly. And then we used to have the games, you know, on a Sunday to bet every fucking game. Sure, like, sure. You had the sheet there, minus two, plus three, minus two, whatever. You're betting all the fucking games. You're watching all, and your kids are there. You go, get the, excuse me, get the <laughs> fuck away from me. Just let me watch the game. I was worried. <laughs> and you got the bookmaker inside, like the third quarter. Okay, you know what? Give me the third quarter. Give me three points in the third quarter. You know. Sure, sure. You know, you tried to pump it up to get even, you know? How did you, how'd you get over the gambling the addiction? GA, GA, gambling. Yeah? Yeah. It's almost like So you AA. would get up and say, hey, I'm Wayne Diamond, and uh, I'm a gambler? I'm a degenerate gambler, and I guess- Well, this Uncut Gems movie was perfect for you. No, it was absolutely perfect. I mean, it was it was all about, look, look. we knew each other a long time. They knew exactly what I was. Who, the Safety brothers? Yeah, they knew who I Those was. Those guys are special. Yeah, they know who I was. They knew what I went through, and they knew my whole life story. They knew about my gambling problem. Before they wrote this whole fucking thing, they knew all about this shit. What's the most you I ever mean, lost in like a week? The worst day I had was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That was the last time I gambled. Wow! I lost on one, you know, the Super Bowl. I lost two hundred fifty thousand dollars straight on San Francisco. About uh, thirty, I guess it was. Uh, what? The, let's see. I gambled. I, I, let's see. But I retired. I guess it was 1998, 19, maybe nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, two thousand. That's what San Francisco played. Young's last game, I think. I lo- Oh, Steve Young. Guy, he lost it in the first quarter. It was over. It was already yeah, yeah, over. They were getting blown I out. I had no action. For 250000 I had no action. I was like sick to my stomach. Yeah. I mean, Jackie, the bookmaker, I mean, uh, I bet 100000 with him, I guess, and I bet uh, 150 with other guys. Now, what about John Gotti? You ever ran into him? Once. I met John Gotti once in my life. I met him in the bathroom. I met John, and John, I know his son was always a nice guy, always comes up to oh, John me. John Jr.? Yeah, John Jr. used to come into my office. He was, always very, he was always very nice to me. But uh, his father, uh, I met him at a wedding. I don't want to tell you whose wedding, but it was one of the guy's weddings. And uh, I met him in the bathroom, and John uh, John was with like three guys behind him. And, you know, big motherfucking guy. This guy was a big guy. This guy could break him with one hand. And uh, I, I was taking a piss. And my urine just stopped automatically, you know. You know. He goes, hey, hey, you guys, here's $100. And I'm paying for everybody's piss. Everybody's, <laughs> you know. And he was like, and he walked out, and I swear to God, I was like, like this. I was like in shock. He was really tough. He was a tough son of a bitch. He was a tough guy. I mean, you know. You know, I mean, you know, I, I that's how I, that's the only time I ever met in my life. It was like scary as shit in the bathroom sure, with sure. him. Times didn't try to shake any uh, well, no, he was a Jews down, guy. no? I don't think, in the garment center, I don't think, uh, he, didn't, he didn't have a law, you know, that was not his thing, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know, what the fuck do I know? I mean, I was into making garments, I can't about making money. I went to this wedding, my, fa- my favorite people's wedding, and uh, that's what I saw him. On Instagram, uh, the real Wayne Diamond, what is it, the real Wayne Diamond or just Wayne the Diamond? Wayne Diamond. No. The Wayne Diamond, to get in touch with me, the Wayne Diamond, and I do re- I do respond to people. Now, now, what do you, what, what, what do you, you Instagram, uh, social media is totally different for you. What do, what do you, uh, you know, what do you, you I like it? So, yeah, I you love know? it. I fucking love social. Social media brings everybody to you. You can sit in your house, you can be in your bathroom, in a bathtub, you just fucking do it. I mean, it's the greatest. 
<laughs> the greatest. I mean, it's the greatest. Now what's now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. I, you know, I get it. I don't know how to do Twitter and shit, but I don't know how to do email shit that good. But I know Instagram is pretty easy. I, Facebook, I'm thrown off now for another 12 days. They throw me off every month out of uh, Facebook. I don't know. Because, I mean, ah, I just, fuck Facebook, them cocksuckers. I mean, now, let me ask you. They're the same as Instagram. You got to be nice. Can you do me a favor? Sure, baby. Can you write a book? I'm writing a book. Right, I have a guy writing a book for me right now. My publicist knows all about it. Okay. I'm writing a book of my whole life story. I got to be interviewing everybody that ever knew me. Yeah. They really know the real stories of the garment center, my fucking life in New York, all the clubs in New York, the the Mark Bakers that ran uh, all the great clubs downtown. Donald Trump and with this fucking guy he was thrown out of his jeans. I watched him get the shit kicked out of me. He's a he's he's just a terrible human being. Nobody ever liked this guy. This guy is the most unliked person in the world. The people that like him, you ever see the people that surround Manushkin, the ugliest piece of shit that ever lived. Howie. All these ugly people surround them because they maybe they could get a hooker or something. I don't know. Yeah. Why they hang They want to grab him by the pussy. Uh probably. I think he, I think I, 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 I the way he talks about women, and yeah. we know women yeah. pretty good. Sure, I think. sure. I think we all know in a room here. You know, if you talk about women like that, usually you're not Straight. You're not getting anything. You're not straight. Yeah, but you're not getting anything. But you're not straight. Yeah. Most of my gay friends, and I have a lot of gay friends, uh, that's, you know, if they talk about the bad ones, they talk about, you know, the guys that are in a closet, they talk like that about women. You know? So yeah. I really think that Donald Trump has a- Takes it in the poop Yeah, I think a mother problem. You know, he's got, from what I hear, he has a very little dick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's- uh, You know, he's not a nice person. Ivana is a friend of us in St. Tropez, a very nice lady. Yeah, she's probably the only person. She's he, giving it to him. I don't know. Ivana is. Uh, I, I please. That's his wife's wife. If you read the book, I can. I can give oh, you, I think Milan. I can give you excerpts from the book. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey, listen. Sometimes you know your ex is good to you know knock up real quick. Listen, internet. Uh, oh my god! Remember, yeah, we, we we had a lot of talks. Listen, okay, Pete, baby, I love you, premium Pete. You know. Listen, Wayne Diamond. It's enough. Check him out in Uncut Gems. And remember, The Wayne Diamond. The Wayne Diamond on Instagram. And remember, it all starts at the barbershop. Okay? All starts at the barbershop. Enjoy yourself a drink. Live your life. You know, you've been a seasoned veteran. Internet, support and follow and comment and tell him to go fuck himself. Right on his Instagram. Wayne, go fuck yourself. Fuck the world. The real diamond. The real Wayne Diamond. The Wayne Diamond. Internet, see you next episode. Oh man, that was a crazy fucking episode. If you enjoyed that episode, let me know. At me, Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show on Twitter, Instagram, email. Okay, I'm going to give you the email in a second. But if you enjoyed that episode on social, hit us up. Hit me up. Let me know, you know, let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. Let me know. How about this? Why don't you let me know who you want to hear on the Premium Pete Show? Is there a guest you think I should have? Is there somebody, a diamond in the rough? You know, I like telling those stories that mean something, that are special. That, you know, it ain't only about celebrities. It's about a good story. I got to feel the story. So if you have that story, know somebody of that story. You know, uh, you know, maybe a, a guy who hit the lotto and then went broke. Maybe a real estate guy who, who went from, you know, working UPS to a, a multi-million. Whatever. I don't know. But email me. ThePremiumPeteShow at gmail.com. Again, the email is ThePremiumPeteShow at gmail.com. Okay? Uh, you know, that Wayne episode was fired up. So I want to let people know. I already gave you the email. Now I'm going to let you know. If you work at a brand, work for a brand, have a friend that works for, you know, agency that wants to advertise on my podcast, hit us up, the the premium show at gmail.com. I could, you know, we could, small business, big business, whatever it is, advertise on the show, you know, email me. We get to talking, we figure something out, and we really, you know, promote what you guys are doing. You want me to host an event. You want me to uh, help produce a show. You want you want to script out a show. You want to make branded content. Internets, we do all that. Okay, email me thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe on all streaming platforms: SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more importantly, we're up on YouTube. Behind the scene clips, full videos, and more. Subscribe, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. Peace and blessings to you and yours, and I'll see you next episode. Premium Peach Show, we out. Cheers.